What is up? Welcome, everybody, to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and joining me today, as always, Brandon Whitehair. Man, let's get this thing rolling today, man. Yeah, man. Dude, it feels like spring out, or summer at least, and just real nice weather, ready to go riding and and uh, start a new season, not end one. <laughs> no, right? It's like, man, why are we riding right now? What are we doing a podcast for? Like, I'm in hunting mode right now. But it doesn't feel like I should be. I went like on a little <laughs> scouting trip today, and I was like sweating my butt off. And <laughs> Jesus, it yeah. doesn't feel like it was like 82 degrees. I was like, this sucks. <laughs> I need to be out here riding right now instead of uh, looking for stupid deer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, did you uh, have a good weekend? Yeah, I had a great weekend actually. Friday night was kind of um, kind of stunk, stunk a little bit. Got apart from my bike finally. Got it on. Still didn't fix the problem. Ran into some other issues that I found. Shout out to my wife. She uh, worked with me about six hours on the bike. Um, got some brake fluid in her face, and <laughs> 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 it nice. was a it was an interesting evening on Friday. So shout out to her for hanging in there with me. But unfortunately, didn't get to ride the 450. But got a call from a you know, factory KTM they had to call me up. Yeah, wanted yeah. To, wanted me wanted me to ride a two smoker. So <laughs> factory. Factory Dan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The seven seven eight racing team there. Yeah, if anybody uh, saw our Instagram post, Brandon was able to uh, have. Was that your best? Your your best finish of the year, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was the uh, first time I actually plaqued this year, so it was it was pretty cool. Um, fast tracks, man. I, over the weekend, it was just nice. So if you weren't riding, there's something wrong with you. You better have been like in the hospital or something, because <laughs> like, man, it was beautiful out. Went into the fast tracks for the GP. Um, like I said, I was on a 302 stroke. First time ever really. I was on it maybe like for like 20 minutes, like three weeks before. He just was like, hey, take this out for a spin. So it's the only time I really had was um, on the bike. But it was a great day. Um, track was awesome. You know, you're coming in, you see these big mulch sections, big piles of mulch, man. It was beautiful. Um, they have a good turnout. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had... I want to say it was at least 100 bikes per session out there. Nice. Yeah, so there's like seven sessions or eight sessions like that. So That's awesome. It's a lot. It was a, lot, it was a good turnout. But I uh, ran Heavy B, so I went out the first time with it. Got a really good start, and I actually started in neutral because I didn't know how the bike was going to do, you know. <laughs> so I started in neutral, came out. Lauren said I came out in third. So I was running third place in Heavy B for like a couple laps. And, uh, and I think I ended up finishing, I think, eighth overall. Which was really good because on the last lap, I made a had a little miss up and uh, got out in that loose powder stuff on the outside of a berm and washed the front end just a little bit. And like three of the guys in my class went by me when I was picking my bike up and I was like, man. That sucks. Yeah. So, and then uh, plus 30, got another good start. I actually started in gear this time. Um, didn't get the whole shot. I think it came about like fourth or fifth in my line and charged and I actually had a pretty good battle. It was fun. Got to set up inside outside lines on some guys, you know, chasing this guy down. And but the track was awesome. the The bike was awesome. I tell you what, if you ever have a chance, a three hundred two stroke, if you have it set up right, you could ride the thing like a four fifty. Just lug it down. That's in, awesome. In and out of the turns, it, it. I was cornering great with it. So I was I was having fun. It, it might have helped. And, and unrelated news: Brandon's uh, four fifty is for sale. <laughs> Anybody interested? <laughs> Perfect world. I'd like to have a four fifty and a three hundred two stroke four fifty just for like moto, and yeah. then like three hundred for like woods and GP. But I do like I ride like everything. 
So yeah. I just got to stick with the 450. Yeah. My wife would kill me for bringing another turbine bike home. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, it was great. I got my first podium in plus 30. I mean, those guys are fast. Been working on all year and uh, snuck away with a third there. So um, I was pretty pumped about that. I think that was just like made everybody's day. That's awesome. <laughs> so uh, I think Dan, he, and he rode and uh, – Colton Road, he I think he was in thirteenth in his class. So, but we had some bike issues there, moto dead stuff, mini dad life. Oh man, it's it goes on and on. <laughs> well, you wait next year, Nolan's going. I'm gonna like drag him. Like, you ready to work on bikes all week? Yeah, this no is doubt. What you're gonna be doing. <laughs> well, um, I'm a quad guy, so I work on bikes all week anyways. <laughs> exactly. You got to put the full wheeler on the, on back hold there. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but yeah, it was great, man. It was great. Um, that was the last race up there, so I was pretty pumped. I didn't get to get out and ride this weekend at all. I was losers. It's, I went you. hunting. It's it's hunting season hunting. right now. Listen, at, at 70, listen. Walker Fowler was hunting degrees. this. Walker Fowler was hunting this weekend. <laughs> Chad Weenan was hunting this weekend. They had some successful hunts down in Texas. I'm allowed to go hunting too. I, I hope it was snowing, man. Like, geez. In Texas, I don't know. They did look bundled up, so <laughs> yeah, it might have been cold. It was, it was cold out west. Yeah, no kidding. They, uh, I was listening to some other podcasts. And yeah. they, they had some. They were bundling up. They actually had snow out there. Like I know. Cali, I so. know. I would like. To, I would like to get some cold weather coming in for hunting season right now. But so I went hunting in the morning, and then in the evening, I was just telling you about the uh, my little uh, mishap. I was uh, helping my dad get a bear out of the woods that he killed in Nicholas County, West Virginia, and I was sitting in the back of the uh, side by side when he uh, threw me off. <laughs> He did it on purpose, I He think. may have done it on purpose. I and mean, my back is killing me right now. I know now. your dad. He did it on purpose. Yeah. He, all year, he's like, oh, I'm, this racing stuff, you're going to get hurt. I don't want you to get hurt. And now I'm throwing it in his face. Like, I got hurt helping you get a bear out of the woods. <laughs> so That's the way it goes. But uh, let's go into the uh, GNCC this weekend. Final round, round 13. The Buckwheat 100 uh, went on. And I don't think you could have asked for better conditions. It was the it was a really, really beautiful day out. Track was perfect for for the most part from what I hear there was a couple of mud sections Saturday on the ATV race I saw some clips where there was one particular section that uh, ate up some people uh, on the first lap and kind of uh, ruined some races there <laughs> with guys getting stuck and then them flagging the B class around and unfortunately our buddy Bill Lancaster got hung up in that and that's <laughs> that's that sucked but uh but um, yeah, it was a it was a great race. You can't say enough about Bryson Neal and the speed that he has been showing. We talk about it week in and week out, but man, he is just on fire right now, and it's it's got to be. I would say lighting a match underneath Walker Fowler going into 2021 because <laughs> he's he's coming with a vengeance. It looks like, and uh, this last couple of rounds, you know, he could he could honestly make an argument for he should have won. Every race since the um, the break, mm-hmm. coming back from the break, because he had a couple of breakdowns, and besides that, he's won. Yeah. And when he had his breakdowns, he was running up front. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whatever he's doing, keep doing it, because next year you're going to need it, and you and Fowler's going to be going at it. So, I mean. What's awesome is, is you see the the intensity he has, and I feel like you're really seeing the consistency uh, starting to play a factor in his, his riding. So, and that's what you know Walker has been for the past however many years. He's been 
blazing fast, but then also been consistent. He's been able to jump out front with an early good start, uh, get a whole shot, run away from the pack, and then just kind of play hide-and-seek from everybody uh, all race long and not really even let it be interesting. But I think that we're in for an interesting season come 2021. But we won't get too much into that, even though we want to, uh, because we got this race to cover, and then we're we're going to uh, do off-season talk when we're actually officially in the off-season. You have any thoughts on that? Oh, I mean, uh, Brace and Neil, I think it was lap two. He had like a minute gap on him already on lap two. If I'm, if I'm not mistaken, if I was uh, – it was either lap two or lap three. He had like a – I think it was like a 59-second lead over – And then held second. it the whole race. Yeah, and then held it. So, I mean, that dude was putting down some – You know once he got a car – once he got a card saying how far he was ahead, yeah. he probably let off the gas a little, a little bit and just kind of paced himself to the finish line yeah. rather than pushing that uh, that gap yeah. open even yeah. more. Yeah. Well, you would think. You, you would think. You, <laughs> you would think. Um, uh, yeah, and Cole Richardson, man, he was running a good I mean, good second for most of the day. I think he had a little malfunction with his starter button. I saw it. You see that picture online? He, I, he posted I didn't see the pi- picture. I didn't see the picture. I just heard what they were talking okay. about. Okay, he posted a picture of it, and, uh, I mean, just chalk that up to a 2020 thing uh, with the <laughs> weirdness of, of having a malfunction with your starter button, which yeah. causes you to – in his post, he said that, that um, he was eventually able to get it bump started. Okay. So uh, that's one thing us Honda guys have. <laughs> you know, we got that extra uh, sidekick kick, kickstarter on the I side mean. that could uh, come in, in in handy at situations like that. Okay. But he was able to get it bump started and get going again and uh, finish uh, rounding out the podium. And who else besides <laughs> the sneaky snakes who take advantage of something uh, happening to somebody and, and sitting there in second in second place? Yeah, he was actually just like, if you was watching the race, he was kind of like sitting back because um, McGill was up on the, up in the top three for a while. Oh, I thought he was going to finish on the podium. Yeah, I mean, you know, he was looking good, you know. So you didn't really think about McClure coming up through, and then yeah. next thing you know, he's up on the po- he's in second place. It's like, how in the heck did that happen? But yeah. So I, I was listening to uh, Adam McGill's race report after the race that night, and he was talking about how – he ended up having kind of an, a long pit stop, something to do with his kill switch uh, being clipped on to his, uh, the dry cap on his, on his uh, fuel tank, mm-hmm. the IMS dry cap on the fuel tank. And he, he said that he had a hard time getting it back on with that, um, with that uh, tether hooked to it, and it kind of messed his, his, his pit stop up. And then as soon as the pit stop was, was over, I think he had a malfunction with goggles and broke his goggles and had to pitch them right after his pit stop, the brand-new fresh goggles he had on. Oh, so nice. he had to go the whole lap without goggles. And uh, you and I both, and that's, that's not helpful. No, Especially not. if, you know, he was already in a position of he got passed in the pits by one or two guys. And you know as well as I do that when you're coming through the woods and you're trying to make a pass on somebody, you have to be extremely close to them before you get to that split line to where you can make a pass. Oh, yeah. And you can't really do that without vision, and that, that kind of uh, hindered him there. But he ended up finishing still in the top five, which is um, which is good because he ended up having two DNFs. As, well, one recorded as a DNF, but the other one was recorded as a 13th in round one. But two really bad finishes this year and still finishing the uh, top six overall, uh, but finished fifth for the day. So um, that was a good run from him. Um, but we know he would have liked to have finished the year on that podium. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um he made a strong coming after the break, so um, I think he's going to be wanting some more next year, as, you know, as long as everybody else. But uh, I think Connor Hart was running 
pretty decent too. Um, I think he was was he a top six, top five. He ended up finishing sixth overall. I think six. he was running a little higher up than that to begin with. Yeah. But let's go back to the start of the race. Did you <laughs> see the start of the race? I did. I did. I think it was a number eleven out there. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who that guy is. <laughs> <laughs> no, our boy, our our buddy Josh Merritt uh, grabbed his first hole shot of his uh, pro career and was able to lead almost the. I think almost the full first lap or, or ha at least half the first lap. I saw him a lot of those shots through the woods when they were coming through the, uh, that first lap. But um, huge shout-out to him. I was pumped to see him up there. And honestly, it was only a matter of time before he got a whole shot because for the past – you know, since we came off the break, he's been he's been up there in the whole shot, like at least in the top three, almost yeah. every single race. So, it, like I said, it was only a matter of time before he got a whole shot and was able to lead the pack into the woods. And uh, that's got to be, you know, some big momentum for him to to uh, get up there and um, uh, run that fresh track. That's always got to be interesting. Uh, going first into the woods, that's kind of that's got to be a little bit nerve wracking because everybody. I mean. I personally would rather be second. <laughs> let that guy, let that first guy okay, set the pace. And, uh, you know, everybody wants that whole shot, get that, that bonus money. Uh, but I would let off and let that guy run that way. You can I watch. Think, <laughs> I think if I was him, I think I would have found the tightest spot on the track. Everybody had a single foul and just brake checked everybody and <laughs> took off. <laughs> Like hopefully they all stalled behind him, you know. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> but yeah, but shout out to him for getting that. Uh, we're pumped for him, and it, you know, excited to see him up on a pro podium with that whole shot award. Yeah. And uh, so that was that was good to see him do that. Yeah, uh, it was pretty cool to see how they did the track. Uh, if you watched the race at all, the um, drone footage was actually awesome because all the leaves were off the trees. Oh man, this time of year with the drone footage is it, you can't beat it. Yeah, and it really it really. Um, Gives you a little bit better footage, you know, you can see a lot of the racing going on with the drone. Um, but it was pretty cool to see, see how they did CJ Raceway up there. Um, the owner, I think, was on the um, was on our talk and how, how he loved to have GNCC racing there and how it's kind of like he feels like it might be kind of part of the Blackwater 100 because it's up in Tucker County still. I thought it was in Preston County. What's that? The CJ Raceway. Is it not in Preston County? He said he's, I think he's in a little bit of both counties. <laughs> okay, gotcha. Because he was like, I'm part of Tucker County. Yeah. And so I thought, see, I, I didn't realize he was in Tucker County, but that's just what he was saying. I but, didn't hear too many complaints from the track, uh, from riders about the track. The yeah. track. They, they said it was kind of one line, but and then it had, had some spots that right. opened, especially quad got, the, the quads. They were right. saying it was kind of one, a little bit one line, but. I heard it was a lot of tight, tight, tight track. Stuff, yeah. But, and that's. That's kind of not your typical GNCC track style because mm -hmm. a lot of their stuff is higher speed, uh, more open track track designs. Uh, so the, the tighter stuff really benefited guys that are used to running local races around here, like your Mountain States and your um, New East Coast races, because those those tracks more so the mountain state races tend to run a little tighter uh new east coast tries to run somewhat more of a gncc style track with a more open feel to it but like you said you can't beat that drone footage the drone footage really i mean and we'll talk about it here in a second on the on the bike side because mm -hmm. it caught a lot uh, of good action on yeah. the, uh, sunday yeah um it's like i think johnny g was saying that uh, it wasn't his type of track you know he was he'd, he'd prefer something else um, so you could kind of tell that what rider better benefited from. Yeah, I would say McGill benefited from that yeah. track because you know he was the one that I was listening to uh, describe it as as a as kind of a local feel, feel. of uh, of the track, and um, that's you know 
back again, like we've said before, that he's ran so many local races this year that I'm sure that, that helped him out a lot. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was able to um, benefit from that, unfortunately. Had a few issues that cost him. Uh, but, you know, when you're when you're in such a tight class that is so stacked at the top and you have one mistake, you know, even though it's a two-hour race, you know, a mistake that cost you 15, 20 seconds could cost you two or three positions, mm-hmm. even though it's a two-hour race, because these guys are running so close together most of the time, except for, you know, in this <laughs> situation, Bryson Neal yeah. decided to check out and uh, make it a little bit of a boring race up front, but <laughs> I'm sure he didn't mind that at all. <laughs> he could have stopped and grabbed a hot dog and a Coke and took back off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what the interesting thing is, is with that being a, such a tight, uh, tight track, I would like to... Uh, I'm excited to see, hopefully, Bryson post his GoPro video of of the track because I would like to see him working his way through lap traffic on such a tight track because you know that's got to be situations where, you know, if it's such a tight track, it's hard to get past those lap riders. And that could have caused uh, a lot of what, like accordion type of racing where you guys got, you got guys, uh, um, closing gaps and, and like a, like a, more like a yo-yo. Yeah. Like a yo-yo. Yeah. Accordion. Yeah, whatever. Like accordion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so let's. Uh, you look like the accordion player type. Dude, I, just, I have I have two. You want to? We I, could I, like start an accordion band. You and need a little quilt. You know, kilt, a quilt. A kilt. Oh, sorry, quilt. A kilt. <laughs> Maybe I could get a kilt made out of quilt. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, what about Sunday? Sunday. Oh, we're done with the quads already. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, we, you got anything? I, mean, I don't want to go too far into the off-season yeah, stuff yeah, because we we're going to be talking. We're going to beat that horse dead here in the I, next couple of weeks. The, the only thing uh, I got to say about the quads is I think I called called him winning. Bryson we both Neal. called him Did winning. Did you call him? Yeah, we I thought you went with someone winning. crazy. No, because remember I said that Bryson and uh, Cole Richardson were going to battle down to oh, the finish that's line. Right, that's I right. wasn't quite remember, right about I, that. I, I did. I did. Well, I <laughs> that starting butter. Yeah. Oh, I'll blame it on the starter button. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we'll go into Sunday. Yeah. Um. Man, what? That was a good battle. I tell you what. That top five. You could throw a blanket on those guys. All that was day. fun. That it, was a fun race to watch. That was, was. It was. It was really fun to watch. And I'm sorry, Ben Kelly. Oh, oh God, man. man. You, you were due. You, you were talk due, about man. just like just like twisting the knife a little yeah. bit. Man, that poor guy, he's been riding his butt off all year. And he's been putting in the work and he's been getting the results. But just just so close. But, I mean, he's he's he has watched the winner cross the finish line a lot lately. Yeah. Well, he's he didn't watch close. him. He was the winner. And yeah, then, I, did, oh, yeah, I know. I know. Penalty. Um but, you know, he wasn't the only guy that got penalized for that. I was wondering if they penalized Lane, other Lane, guys. Lane, Did they penalize Lane for that? Lane got penalized, and Lane had mentioned in his Instagram post that other people also got penalized. Mm-hmm. He said, like, what, what he explained it was, was everybody was taking that line because it was like a it looked like everybody was taking it. And then, you know, you're playing follow the leader out there. So if you see the right. guy taking it, you're taking it, right. you know. And um, so, unfortunately, they got all – There's, a, I think I would say there's about a handful of them at least. The way Ben Kelly described it was is he was in the line before – he was in the line and unable to get out of the line before, before he realized, realized it was a mistake. Yeah. And uh, you hate to see that because I saw it on video. And he didn't gain anything from it. But I understand that we have to keep rules 
rules yeah. and we have to have them black and white because when you start going gray on these rules and Especially you start, in the woods. yeah, and, you know, you got to give a huge shout out to the GNCC racing for standing by that guideline. Because if we veer from black and white rules and go gray, then, then anything happens. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because if you can cut the track by that, in that case, what was it? Like, a foot and a half. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> if you can cut the track by a foot and a half, well, if that's okay, then why isn't two and a half yeah, feet okay? Yeah. And then why isn't 15 feet okay? Yeah. So we have to have those those rules, and I'm sure they hated handing that down to those guys. But at the end of the day, a rule's a rule, and, and you have to hold it. Um, now, I wonder if later, because it happened early in the race, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. So I wonder if they put a piece of tape over that uh, line yeah, later in the race. I'm not sure. I, I would say that someone probably went and marked it off or something. And, yeah. Uh, um, but yeah, that that's that's a bummer for him, man. I thought he had it, and then I, because I didn't realize he did it until like I didn't watch the um, interviews right off right after, and then later on that night, I pulled up social media and I was like. What Ben Kelly didn't win. So did you go back and watch the yeah. That's exactly what I did too, because that's that's what I thought. I was like, finally, we're going to talk, we're going to get to talk about Ben Kelly getting his win. And uh, I went back and 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 saw that on Instagram, and then I went and watched the interviews, and it was funny because not really funny, but you uh, watch him come off the track, and there's some guys talking to him, and, and I was like, oh man, he doesn't look excited. And I think. He already knows what we're getting ready to find out, that he did not, in fact, win the race. But um, who did win the race? Stu. Uh, Stu Baylor. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, who's, who's that? <laughs> you know, hey, I'll tell you. <laughs> he, you know, I watched his interview, and he was saying that, you know, Ben out, you know, outrode him all day. Mm-hmm. You know, he he kind of hated to take the win on the technicality, but you know, wins a win. That's but, a stand up move right there on yeah, his part. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, Ben was riding good. If you you know you're watching a race, once again, he's a guy that's back in like sixth or seventh, I think, at one time. Yeah, and then comes back and, uh, you know, I I will call it unofficial. He wins the race, but um, and and ended up taking second. But what a heck of a ride from him. And then Stu did the same thing. He came back from fifth and – I think fifth. I think – yeah, I think he was fifth. Yeah, because Thad was up there. And, and third. Um, um, who was running first for a while? It was uh, – um, Oh, man, you just caught me off guard. I'm who was sorry it? about that. It was Ashburn uh, uh, – Jordan Ashburn. Jordan Ashburn was yes. running was running first. Yes, he was he was on a man on a mission. And I thought he was gonna I thought he was gonna end up taking it. But I tell you what, man, like like you said with that blanket quote that he you could throw a blanket on all five yeah. of those guys and they were just running like one, two, three, four, five, like right there yeah. and, and and they really put on a show. Um um, unfortunately, uh, for Thad Duvall, he ended up having clutch issues, which cost him, um, and he ended up, I don't know if he ended up pulling off the track or he, I think he f- fell pretty far back and I'm not sure if they fixed the clutch on the way back around or not. He ended up finishing eighth. Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it cost him quite a bit of time so there. He went down, didn't he? Cause they, I think they said his, um, hand gri- or his hand guard was all jacked up. So I, I, w- I think okay. he went down and maybe something happened to his lever. Um, but that's a bummer for him because, man, he was running top three um, and running with those guys. And you know how it is. You run with those. You get a good pace. You can latch on and you never yeah. know what could happen. Did you see Stu Baylor's um, uh, shout out to the Bottleneck Live show? They uh, Mikey Wayne's interviewed him before the race um, on Sunday and said, uh, you going to win? And he was like, ah, he was like, no. And he was like, you want to know why he said he wasn't going to win? No, he said, my goal 
is to finish fourth today. My goal is to finish fourth so I don't have to go up on the podium and I can head straight out of here so I can go to uh, get on, get in the deer stand because they were <laughs> heading to like Wisconsin or something for deer hunting. <laughs> so uh, see, see yeah. you know, you're the weird one that doesn't hunt, Brandon. Hey, man, it's a lot of work. <laughs> It is a lot of work. And I, got, I got two little kids' dirt bikes in my basement. I, I got to redo them, you know. So I got a lot of work. Uh, there's been more than one time this year that I've been out in public land and I've been questioning, why in the heck am I out here? I'm just <laughs> wasting my freaking time. And then you see guys like uh, like these guys gets to go and hunt in Wisconsin and just kill just massive bikes. <laughs> yeah. so, okay, we're getting off track here. I'm not going to complain about hunting anymore. No, um, but yeah, big shout out to Jordan Ashbury, man. He got his. Uh, I think he pulled the whole shot and led. You know, led a lot of the race, and um, so it was good to see him out there. Um, keep pushing, man. Uh, and then um, Lane Michael, he'd had a great run. Um, I think he ended up finishing fifth. Fifth. He what? He came across the line in fourth, got docked, back to yeah. fifth because of the line choice. Yep. Yep. Um, so your top, your top three was Stu Baylor, Ben Kelly, and Jordan Ashburn. So shout out to those guys. Um, uh, there was someone else I was going to talk to. I, I'll tell you what, that XC2 class, that was a good battle down cause they were battling for the championship. Yes. Um, uh, did DeLong end up taking it? I'll have to look that up. Go ahead and keep talking. Oh, geez. <laughs> uh, we'll be right back after these commercials. <laughs> no brought, to, brought to you by new sponsors. <laughs> Speaking of sponsors, um, anybody that is out there that want that wants to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> we'll be uh, more to like. We, it's going to get cold out in this garage, guys. We're yeah, we need some, some insulation, <laughs> some uh, propane heaters, because um, we are doing this podcast in, in a un, uninsulated garage with no heat. So, uh, yeah, don't feel sorry for us. We're, we're We'll be fine. We're still young and dumb <laughs> enough to be doing this stuff. Uh, no, yeah, it was Craig DeLong that won the uh, championship, uh, followed by Michael um, Wachowski. Wachowski, that's right. Yep. I, I knew it was sort of the W, and I was like, what was his name? And I didn't want to say it wrong. So, um, But, yeah, they were battling back and forth. And um, actually, DeLong was riding in third, I think, for a while and uh, had to get up to that second position because Wachowski was, going, was winning – was leading the race, so yeah. At that point, so um, shout out to DeLong on that. I'm sure we'll be seeing him on XC1. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm sure he's gonna so. be up there and and rolling rolling good. Um, man, I tell you what, the like you said, that race was so tight uh, up front, and uh, I'm excited once again. I want to talk about 2021 a little bit. I'm excited uh, for that class as well going into 2021 because I feel like for the first time in a while. We have parity in the sport to where we don't quite know. Um, well, the bikes are definitely going to have a different champion next year. So Bikes are definitely going to have a, I'm 99.9% .9 positive <laughs> of that. The bikes are definitely going to have a different champion. But at the same time, you know, like quads and bikes, I feel like – Next year is going to be very competitive on both ends, and um, I feel like you know us fans are in for a treat for watching that, uh, whether in person or by the racer TV broadcast. And I tell you what, shout out to the racer TV broadcast because um, I've been watching that broadcast for as long as they've been putting it out, and it's been getting better and better and better. And that drone footage, uh, we got to watch that battle between Stu and um, um, Ben Kelly. But Stu, yeah, I'm sorry, Stu and Ben Kelly on the last lap. And tell me how in the, I mean, you know, 10 years ago, would you have ever thought you'd have been able to watch 
like play-by-play action on a racetrack that is what what was that racetrack 10 12 miles long yeah um and, and watch so much of the action um on the racer tv broadcast and and it's it's scary good with that drone footage and uh whoever the drone operator is shout out to them <laughs> because because they're doing a heck of a job and uh um, it was really cool watching those guys from an aerial view, um, go, like you said, going in and out of um, inside-outside turns Birds. and setting up each other. And just to see that type of racing from that caliber of riders is a real treat for the fans. And uh, you really – and then they, you know, then they pass a lap guy um, as they're still battling – and you see what they look like compared to, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to say a normal dirt bike rider because anybody that's riding the PM class, you got to respect them for being out there riding that PM class because yeah. that's a, I mean, they're they're good, good riders too. <laughs> it's, so, it's funny you say that because see, you see these guys come around, these lap guys or, or the, or the uh, uh, you know, they're showing some other the amateur racers. And some of those guys look like they're just out there dread, like, like, please let this be over. You could tell, like, their body English <laughs> and everything. So, I mean, three hours is a long time. That's a bike. really long time, man. <laughs> I tell you what, like, you know, just going from on, on a quad, going from Mountain State uh, hour and a half to a GNCC two-hour race, that 30 minutes, that's a long 30 minutes. Because, of course, you know, uh, an a, uh, amateur rider, like, you know, a, a two-hour race turns out – and it turns into being like a two hour and 15, two hour and 20 minute race. Yeah. Um, Cause they end it with the uh, pros. So I tell you what, man, it's rough. So three hours is unfathomable to me. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to be our goal. You're going to get a two wheeler and you're going to go run a three hour PM race with me. Have you ran a three hour PM race yet? <laughs> Heck no. <laughs> <laughs> two hours. I've done two hours. I've never done three. Two hours is enough, man. So I tell you what, Brandon. Um, I want to make a goal for for both of us next year. Both of us next year, we're we're going to go to a couple of these GNCC races and stay the whole weekend. <clears throat> and um, you're gonna pit for me in the PM quad race. Uh, on Saturdays, and then I'm gonna pit for you at the uh, PM uh, bike <laughs> yeah. race on Sundays. I like how you did that. I like how you, did that. <laughs> you better have a, <laughs> you better have something waiting for me on that at the end of that race. I'll have to take a whole week off work or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, man, two hours is a long time. Three hours is that's gonna feel like a lifetime right there. Yeah, but once you accomplish it, you you know you, oh, you yeah. ought to feel good about oh, yourself. Yeah. Yeah. At least do the two hour uh, AM race. Oh yeah, yeah. Two hours is not bad. Like I could do a two hour, it's no problem. But yeah, three hours that's a <laughs> oh, long race. Oh yeah, no, I'm sure, man. That that extra hour, and you know, a three hour race for an amateur turns out to be in like what probably a three and a half hour race. Oh yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. <sighs> yeah, like. I mean, I could probably That's do That's one of those cases, like, like, how much would it suck if you were, like, the last guy that didn't get lapped, and yeah. you got that, got a whole whole <laughs> extra, like, 25, 30 minutes on. Under Listen, your... Don't put it by me. I'll wait for that, <laughs> wait for that leader to come by. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't blame you on that one either. Oh, uh, there's yeah. two ways to look at that situation, though, because if you're the last guy that doesn't get lapped, it can only go up from here. That's right. It can only go up from That's here. That's right. That's you could quit, and you will still finish where you were going to finish. Exactly. I mean, I use that a lot in the GPs, man. Those guys come around when I was running C-Class. Those guys would come around and lap you. go and get four laps. I mean, those guys were hauling, so in 45 minutes. Were, yeah, no kidding. So, um, so that was always my goal there. If I would get lapped, if I, if I would just beat the leader – I was like, oh man, it's only up from here. Yeah, exactly. So, so that's that's it's always a good way to look at it. But uh, 
Yeah, I tell you what, the it would be pretty. I I we need to go to a race together and um, have some some more good stories to tell about good, some races. more good stories. Yep. Um, I don't really have any stories we want to tell right now. Is there what what else do you want to talk about? Well, um, get away from the GNCC a little bit. Um, I know we didn't mention a lot, but uh, um, Smart Top Bullfrog. Um, of course, you know they uh, didn't resign Malcolm Stewart. He went to um, Monster Energy Yamaha. Um, so they brought in um, two two more guys. They brought in uh, Shane McElrath and Benny Bloss, which is really mm-hmm. awesome for Benny um, to see him get a, a different a different ride because he was privateer for a lot of times. And uh, Shane McElrath, um, I think it's going to be a great fit for him um, getting on a you know good Honda. So uh, that'd be awesome to see there. Um, uh, someone else, and then um, Bam Bam. I saw he was he's been putting some time on that gas gas. Bam Bam on gas gas. Yeah, Bam Bam <laughs> gas gas. Um, I was uh, listening, reading some stuff. He, you know, he was saying this guy's been cheating because <laughs> the, the bike. <laughs> yeah, handles. he was talking about how um he was on these uh hard packed uh, uh California tracks and and he said like he could never. I've imagined getting that much that much traction on the Yamaha yeah. as he as he or was getting on the uh, any J- Japanese bikes. I think that's how he said it. But yeah, he was meaning <laughs> Yamaha. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so those would be some interesting things. Like I'm, I'm pretty interested in and uh, to see if um, how Benny and uh, Macarath. I'm excited to see what Benny does. Um, I was listening to Pulp uh, the other day, and uh, they were talking to um, <clears throat> Alessi, and uh, he was saying that Benny Bloss called him probably 30 times in a 15-day period uh, <laughs> wanting to get on the team. And, and, and that dedication and that persistence shows what it takes to, uh, to excel and uh, get on a team like that because, you know, he said that he wanted the job the most. So the guy that wanted the job the most ended up got, getting the job. So, mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, it's exciting news for him, and it's, it's exciting to see that, uh, that uh, even though he didn't have the outdoor season that, that he's capable of, that he's able to pick up a good position on a good team. And uh, hopefully, hopefully that team can be either a stepping stone for him or that team can step up themselves because uh, I would like to see him in the outdoors. And, uh, um, yeah. You know, I don't know if uh, Smart Top is really capable of running a full outdoor season right now. Well, what they said is, what Tony Alessi said is, they're going to do the first, I think, handful of outdoors. As long as they're performing, they're going to run the series. Okay. Now, he said if they're not performing, they're like back there, you know, not doing very well. He's just going to pull the program for this year and then try again next year. Yeah. So, the good... He's going to do two riders, and I would say it's going to be Benny Bloss and McElrath. They probably both want to do outdoors, so um, which would be awesome to see um, Smart Top out, Smart Top out there on at the nationals. So it's always fun to see that. Um, and then back to Malcolm Stewart. I know we weren't sure, but he's only a Supercross rider for Monster. No for, yeah. way. Yeah, <laughs> which shocking. Which is. Oh crap, <laughs> dude! I know I'm I'm over the uh, the Supercross only. Only Brayton can get away with that. And me be yeah. okay with it. Yeah, I mean, everybody well, wants that Brayton there program. Should, there should be like an old man class, or you should have to at least prove yourself. You know. Yeah, and exactly, and you know, I like Malcolm. Let me just say that first. Yes. I like Malcolm, but at the same time, you know, listening to Tony Alessi talk about how his wants and needs um, elevated 
with his performance last year um, kind of ticks me off a little bit because I feel like he views himself a little bit too much um, and he ta- and he wants the standards that his brother was able to 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 achieve and I know his family has, has always been able to get what they want because because James is who he is. And I just feel that he should... I feel that he should back it down a little bit and, 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 and accept what he gets. But, I mean, he's on a, good, he's on a really good team now, but I don't th- I'm with you. I don't think that it benefits him to run Supercross only. Yeah. He should be outdoors. Yeah, yeah you should have to earn it. Yeah, you should have, you should have to earn... Um uh, you're, you know, just to be a, a Supercross only ride, unfortunately, uh, you know, but it, it is what it is. I mean, if they're going to give him the deal and let him go for it, then, uh, um, and then, you know, we'll see how it goes. But uh, we'll. Uh, Sorry, wife's starting a car. She's heading out to workout class. <laughs> Low budget podcast problems. Here's, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's what we should be doing here over the like. In the next couple of weeks, uh, getting my ready to back get the, is in no shape for a workout get class the, uh, right now. Get the off-season uh, training program. Off-season started. training program. Anybody wants to train us, let us know. We're we're here for it. I don't know. I'll, I'll train myself, man. I'll train myself. Now I'm good. I'm gonna, <laughs> I actually need to start like next week. But uh, um, but yeah, back to that. Uh, so um, then it was pretty cool. I think. Joe Shimoda is actually going to get a ride for uh, um, Pro Circuit Kawasaki. That's so. good to see. That's um, good to see. I, I think he landed the job. I'm not sure. I know he uh, he was one of the best candidates for the job, um, so don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure Joe Shimoda will end up at Pro Circuit Kawasaki for the team. And um, uh, Christian Craig says that Yamaha is kicking butt. Thing has like so I'm much excited power. to see. I'm excited to see what all these guys do on their new teams. I think it's going to be uh, really exciting this year. Hopefully, hopefully Supercross works out. Um, yeah, I mean, there's a there's a schedule out. I don't know if anybody's seen it. I'm sure most of you've seen it out. It's a very weird schedule. How they it's put condensed. It it's very. It's condensed, condensed where they're going. Um, Only so many cities. Yeah, you're like, gonna you're gonna see a lot of what you saw in Salt Lake with the uh, uh, Saturday and what was it Saturday? I think they're doing doing Saturday Saturday Tuesday. Tuesdays. Yeah, yeah. So you're <clears throat> you're gonna see a lot of that. Um, and they're gonna allow a limited number of fans. And as soon as the tickets go on sale, I'm gonna try to buy one. <laughs> no doubt. Let me know, and we'll go to Indy together. And oh uh, man, that'd be a good time. So we'll we, have to we'll have to get uh, some backstage passes or something. Get we, some interviews. That's that would be awesome, <laughs> wouldn't it? And speaking of interviews, uh, we got some guys lined up to get on the show. But if you're wanting to get on the show, let us know. Um, it's always more fun when we can get somebody that actually knows what they're talking about on this show. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're actually tossing around the idea of doing it live, uh, doing a little live, little video. Um, yep. So let us know what you think about that. If you'd want to, we want to see us uh, talk and goof off. And yeah, again, like anytime you guys want to uh, message us on Instagram, uh, reach out to us personally, Rodney Cooper or Randy Whitehair on yeah. Facebook. Just do it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we're uh, open to talk about anything you guys want to talk about this off season. We haven't decided exactly what we're going to talk about next week, but it's going to be something fun. It's going to be oh. something interesting. It's going to be off season stuff. And uh, what we're planning on doing is dedicating a um, uh, podcast uh, to 
each individual discipline of the sports that we follow and what our projections are for next year. And then we're going to talk about fun things, fun stories, fun uh, fun stuff. Fun, get, get some guys on here that uh, can liven this show up a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hopefully get some characters on here and uh, uh, see if we can just uh, have fun with it. But um, so you want to talk about politics now? Politics? <laughs> oh, man, he's going there. No. Woo. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Oh, geez, what, if, so, what do you think the uniforms should be for the Civil War? If we, uh, <laughs> you think we should go with mossy oak or real tree? You know, I'm going. Um, <laughs> I'm going Michael Myers uh, uniform. Straight out Michael Myers it up. You get hot and sweaty in that <laughs> thing though, don't you think? Yeah, you know. I bet, I bet you lose, are, lose weight. At least half of the people are running the opposite way. At least. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. No, no kidding. I think we should dress up just like racers. Mm-hmm. And you know you already got your chest protector, right? You know, right. you know, get your protection, right? You know, carry I, your. Hel- you can get the helmet. You can take it off and beat somebody with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I tell you what, I think things are going to get interesting <laughs> here. But we're not going to talk about <laughs> politics. Guys. You get some night vision goggles for your race <laughs> goggles. You know. <laughs> oh yeah, man. It's uh, nah, it's uh, hopefully it doesn't come down to all that. But nah. uh, um, yeah, I mean. Uh, it's going to get interesting in the next, uh, what have we got, like 12 weeks or nine weeks? Is before? it 12 weeks we have? <laughs> we have 12 weeks of time to fill? Well, Supercross usually starts a little earlier. I think they're starting a little They're later. starting mid-January now, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, <laughs> so, so we got some time. But uh, we'll, we'll come up with some, <clears throat> something good. Like I said, we're tossing around the whole maybe video footage live yeah we got thing. some we, like i said we got some guests lined up that we're going to be bringing on at certain times um we gotta so, get like an extra phone line or something so people can call in yeah let's figure that out any bike guys out there that want to that want to yeah. call in let us know uh quad guys have been more than willing <laughs> to, <laughs> to come on hey and, man quad and, guys uh, are awesome yeah they sure know. are so uh w- yeah we're excited about the off season and we're going to be here Hopefully every single week in the off season we might skip. We might have to take a break. We might maybe. take a break like on Christmas week and uh, not Christmas, you know. What day is Christmas on this year, you know? Uh Friday. Ah, we don't need a break then. We're good. No, yeah, thir- uh, Thursday's Christmas Eve and then Friday, yeah. Okay. We'll be out here all bundled up in the then in the We'll get in the to the shop all of our new tool- tools, toys. Toys? Toys. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. So, I think with that we're going to shut this thing down. Um, we got a, uh, song for you guys, little, uh, Tyler Childers. Oh boy. So <laughs> thanks guys for listening to the split line off-road podcast. And until next week, peace later. <laughs>
said many folks aboard me There's been several people try But up till now there ain't been nothing That I couldn't leave behind Across the river.